0: No, 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 I'm your Fancy Pants host, James, and I'm back for another audio adventure through podcast land. Oh my god, James! Who cares? Well, some people do. At least I like to think so. Hey, why are we starting off the show by you shitting on me? Alright, this is my show. You shut up. Sure, James. Because I love it when you take control. Oh, God. Why do you guys make things creepy all the time? It's just what I do, James really creep it up. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's been a while since I recorded a podcast, and that's uh, for good reason, everybody. I've been... Uh, whoa. I've been dealing with some things and some stuff, okay? <laughs> Let me tell you. I know, I know you all should probably take a seat. I can feel all the concern. And I know that you, you're going to stop whatever you're doing right now and really sit down and pay attention because I know that I mean a great deal to you all. And I understand why. I mean... <laughs> I think I'm, I'm a very important figure in many of your lives. So please sit down, take a load off. If you're working, I give you permission to stop working. Your boss will understand. And uh, sit down while I share with you what's going on in my life as of late. It's all going to be very fascinating. <laughs> so as you probably know, I've been, I was on my, well, I was on a plan to get in shape and lose some weight, because I got Hawaii coming up in a few months, right? So I was doing very well, exercising, eating decently. You know, I was in a transition period. Uh, so, but I was doing I was doing fine, exercising pretty good though, lifting some weights, doing some planks, because I've just uh, learned that planks are a lot better for your ab and your core uh, strengthening than just sit-ups because planks, uh, they, they target more muscles and all that shit. So I would do the thing where you, uh, you get on your elbows and on your tippy-toes, but you got like, you know, you know what planks are. And then the ones on the sides, you know, you do on your right arm, then you switch on your left arm, get the sides going. So that was my whole thing, and I was doing pretty well. And then one day, uh oh, <clears throat> one day, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing them away. So I steal them because he thought it was good sport because some men aren't looking for anything logical like money. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. So one day I was at work and uh, it was in the morning and I was doing some something very physical and heroic like and uh oh I pulled a muscle in my back. All right and uh, it's you know I've I've hurt myself before, but little things here and there. I usually walk it off. But this one, my, the muscle in my back going from like you know uh, where your shoulder blade is right down to the center of your back. It's like that whole uh, wing that runs down there. Is it the latissimus, Dorsimus? <laughs> Maximus, Decimus meridius? Husband to a murdered wife, father to a murdered son, and I'll have my vengeance in this life or the next. Uh, no. Uh, it's <laughs> it got real tight, and it started just getting tighter and tighter. And no matter what I did, I was like, ah! And it would hurt. And so, uh, you know, I had to bite the bullet. I had to call my super. Hey, man, I got hurt. We went to go see the nurse and the doctor and the whole deal. And they put me on light duty. Have any of you ever been on light duty? Well, let me tell you something. I work, uh, for the most part, I'm not going to tell you what I do. It's, too, it's super top secret, all right? I could, uh, I could risk everything. All right, I can compromise my family's well-being and safety. I can't tell you what it is, but it it is pretty comparable to a police officer. That's right. I'm out there roaming the streets. Okay, and I, I'm uh, doing good for the public, saving lives, if you will. But let me tell you something. Me being out in the streets is making the world that much safer, all right? I'm not joking around. So me being taken off the streets is doing a disservice to myself as well as the public. Myself, because I like being out on my own. I don't want to be where they put you if you're on light duty, which is none other than in a goddamn office setting. That's right. Oh, God. I know some of you guys work in an office. Peterson, I'm looking at you. I think, uh, I think Foxy Jim. I think you work in an office. Now, look, no offense to you guys or anyone else that works in an office, but it's so fucking depressing and soul-crushing. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. That's right. That's how I feel. Now, let me tell you why it's soul crushing. Not only is it totally quiet where, in the, where I was, but you hear that just like the clicking and typing of types and the, and the filings of papers and the phone, phones ringing and the phone calls that are real quiet. It's very annoying. But not only that, the drama in the work environment, all right? You know what I mean if you're a worker in, a, in an office person. Woo, boy. Pretty crazy stuff. How do you mean, James? Please elaborate. All right. I'm glad you asked. Now, um, uh, so I met, the, I, I go in there, I meet everybody, like, oh, yeah, I'm on light duty, so I'll be here helping out, filing papers and all that bullshit. Whatever they have me do. And, uh, you know, I meet the boss and then, when the boss is around, all the uh, all the cackling hens are all quiet. But as soon as she steps out, going on and on and on, talking all their shit and, and spreading gossip and the whole thing. Now, look, I walk in and uh, I show up like, you know, half a day because I had to go see like the nurse or whoever the hell I had to see. I wound up showing up like around 11 o'clock and I meet people and stuff and then I'm supposed to come back the next day, right? And I'll see you tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. Now, I don't show up the next day because I forgot it was my day off. This whole thing threw off my whole like, thought process. I'm like, oh shit, I don't even, I don't even work tomorrow. And so uh, they all thought I was coming in the next day. So I show up the next day. I show up on Friday, the following day. And uh, people are like, wow, everyone was asking about you. I was like, what? Meanwhile, they've only met me one, you know, like <laughs> 11 o'clock. And I hardly spoke to anyone knowing, you know, you know me. Yeah, everyone was like, "Oh, what happened to that guy?" You know, uh, is he stuck in traffic? And then, oh, he's not here. I wonder what happened. Blah 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 blah. I wonder if he got an accident or something. It's like what? <laughs> like all this shit. And it's like, no, I, I just I had the day off. I forgot. Oh yeah, okay. And then uh, you know, I, I'm I'm on light duty. There's two other people that are also on light duty. They don't even work in the office. They're just there temporarily. And they're just gossiping to each other about all the other women in that fucking office. Oh, yeah, well, you know how she is. You know what she said? You know what I heard that she did? I was like, holy fuck, this is goddamn depressing. So the next day, I want to bring in some headphones and just listen to, like, podcasts or music on my phone. Trying to drown that whole shit out. Wow. (laughs) Oh, you know, she's leaving, right? Yeah, she can't stand being in the office anymore because so-and-so made her mad. Yeah, and then, you you know what happened after that? Oh, you know what she said? Wow, soul crushing. But uh, yeah, it gets worse. So I was on live duty for a month, okay, because uh, my back muscle—like I've gotten—I've gotten a little injury before at work, and it wasn't a big deal. It was like a couple of days, and it was done. But uh, this one, I was like, yeah, I shouldn't be out. You know, I'll leave in probably like a week, four weeks. This thing just would not really heal. I still felt tightness, and uh, it took a while. I don't know if it's because I'm getting old, or if it's the, you know the extent of the the uh, the damage I did. I don't know what it was. But uh, the cool thing about light duty was I got to uh, I had to go to a different location for work because they don't want you hanging around your normal place. So I had to go to Anaheim, and so I you know they tell me I can leave. The time I start work, so I'm sitting in traffic for like an hour, but I don't give a shit because i'm I'm on the clock, and then I got to leave an hour early to drive home. that's two hours paid for just driving to and from home, so that part was cool, and uh, it, who cares right basically uh it wasn't that bad, and uh <laughs> Like a nice little break from work, but it's still like the office. I wasn't always in an office setting. I got to go to another place for a while, once, uh, For most, most of the time. But that office thing, man, I don't know. That office gig is, uh, woo. That's, that's a pretty shitty deal. And if you can tell, if you hear me snorting. Jesus Christ. I wound up getting sick about a week after that. I've been sick for like six fucking weeks. I can't seem to shake it. But James, did you go to the doctor and get medication? Maybe some antibiotics or something, James? You got some creams? Got some pills? Nope. <laughs> no, I haven't done that. <sighs> uh, dude, I, I don't like going to the doctor. I don't want to be stuck on pills. I don't like the whole fucking thing. The pharmaceutical companies, man. If I can avoid pills and, and medications, I do. If I can avoid the doctor, I do. I only go if I absolutely need to. Yeah, you might be calling me a fucking moron. Yeah, maybe this thing would be killed already because they could have put me on some kind of antibiotics and it could have been done with it. But um, I just don't like doing it, man. I don't like, I don't like the whole process of going there. I don't want to fucking sit in the goddamn waiting room and talk to people and look at people and be touched and prodded. I don't like it. And yeah, I guess I'm, I'm dealing with the uh, the repercussions of of, of said attitude towards the medical field. But, uh, yeah, uh, um, you know, the thing is like this thing, I don't know if it's just what I got. Uh, it just seems like to be lingering. Like I first got it and it was like kind of like, all right, yeah, I feel like it's getting to me. And then like a few days later, it was it was kind of going away. I was like, huh, that was easy. Beat that one. And then like a few days later, like oh, I felt worse and then I'd feel better. And then uh, I decided, like, oh, I'm gonna go on a hike, see what the the. I'm sure if I uh, go out and get into some uh, fresh air, that'll do my body some good. And it seemed to have worked. And I'm like, wow, I'm a genius. But then, like a few days later, it came back with a vengeance and took me down, like it was the flu, totally fucked. Me. I'm like, oh great, now I'm gonna be absolute in absolute misery for a week. But no, like two days later, I was back. Pop right back up. So it's just been fluctuating up and down. Is really annoying. So um, I'm still dealing with this shit, but it's mostly gone. My voice was all fucked up. I couldn't really talk for a few days. So I think my wife was loving that. <laughs> <laughs> Had to cancel some other podcasts with some other people. Maybe someone named Leto. Maybe someone named Peterson. That's all I'm going to say about it. Yeah, so... Uh, I decided that maybe I should put some stuff down right now before I lose my voice again. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'll die. People are dying of the flu, everyone. It's an epidemic. So let me do one more podcast before it takes me out. Yeah, so all that work, I was like working out. I was doing well. It was all for nothing because like, I, could, I haven't done shit for six weeks. Mm, no, maybe like four and a half weeks. I didn't do anything. I just started working out again for the last week. So all that progress I had went to shit because apparently uh, after like, if you don't do any working out for like, you know, eight or 10 days or something, you kind of start losing your muscle. Whatever you gained starts going like, goodbye. It was fun. Had a great time, but I'm leaving. Uh. Uh, So uh, now I'm starting all over again. So I thought I was going to have like a five month head start on this Hawaii thing. Like, yeah, I'm going to get in pretty good shape. It's going to be great. Now it's uh, three months, so I lost two months from the shit. Six weeks it took me out. On top of that, I started a home improvement project all that long ago. Also, like all the same around, around the same time, you know, I was uh, you know remodeling the kitchen, which means I ripped up all that shitty linoleum flooring from nineteen seventies, ripped up all this nasty carpet in this other room, uh. I even took out that popcorn ceiling, which is fucking gross, right? Uh, Did you guys know that that's all asbestos? If it's before 1979, that popcorn ceiling has a bunch of asbestos in it. So you're not supposed to just scrape that shit without uh, being dressed up like a fucking NASA astronaut (laughs) or a hazmat person. Because uh, allegedly... All that asbestos is like little fibers and you breathe it in and it gets lodged in your lungs and I guess it doesn't come out. I don't know what it does. it creates some kind of scarring tissue and it fucks you over. It takes years off your life and uh, most things before 1979, mostly everything has asbestos in it, stuff that uh, is made for you know houses, all kinds of equipment or um, what do you call it like building supplies. so most of the time it's fine unless you they say unless you um uh, if it's non-friable. Friable means if you disturb it and it turns into like dust or powder, then you can breathe it in. As long as you don't touch it up there, it'll be fine and it won't fuck with you. So don't be like, oh my god, there's a specialist on my ceiling. It's going to kill me. As long as you don't touch it, you're good. But uh, as soon as you start you know, hitting it and, and making dust, that's when you're fucked. Now, I'm pretty sure I took a few years off my life because you know, to my best efforts... I'm pretty damn sure that uh, some of that stuff went through into my, into my lungs anyway. Before that, I've done some other shit and, uh, you know, I've been asking for it. Because, I mean, most of the time, you don't know about all this stuff. Years ago, before uh, the World Wide Web introduces you to all the dumb shit that you didn't know about. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I've taken many years off my life. Oh, those could have been really good years, everybody. Sitting in a nursing home banging all those old broads with dementia. Oh man. Could have I could have been like Groundhog's Day. You know in that one scene when he asked that chick what high school she went to, what her teacher's name was, what her name is, and all that. And then you know he uh on Groundhog's Day, right? The one where he are you familiar with that movie? It's kind of important. <laughs> where he relives the same day over and over again. And then he sees the same hot chick in the diner and he's like, Oh my god. And uh he he says her name hey, you went to the same high school. We had that teacher. And she's like, oh my God, really? Then he winds up banging her. That's what I would do. All the dementia old ladies. I would spend the remaining years of my life, all these years that I've lost from asbestos and other shit, drinking, uh, what else does it? What else kills you? Oh yeah, I'm sure this radiation, all these Wi-Fi signals. Yeah, the the, the cell phone signals. Trust me. I've I've probably taken a good 20 years off my life. I could have been banging all kinds of old dementia chicks at this point. God damn it. What about your wife, James? Oh, trust me. She's going to leave me long before those years. Believe me. It'll take her a good, I'd say at least 10 more years to realize what the fuck have I done with my life. and And then walk out the door. Walk on down the hall. Thank you, Jim Morrison. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, people, please, if you can save yourself, uh, wear lots of PPE, personal protective equipment, when you're doing any kind of home improvements, or just hire a Mexican. Just avoid the whole thing altogether and spend those last years of your life, everybody, banging dementia, guys or girls, whatever your thing is. Oh, that's going to be really great. I, you know, I really heard those old folks' homes are just, everyone's banging everybody. They're just really going to town. I heard that the uh, there's like a STD outbreaks and the whole thing. A- anyway, I'm I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Hopefully, I get at least one year before I get taken out. Oh fuck! All right, all right. So we start moving on. Uh, what was my whole point? Oh yeah, so yeah, that's right. The whole uh, home improvement thing. So th- that's been all. I thought it was gonna be done like in a week. Yeah, I'm gonna like I'm gonna make a lot of progress. I'm gonna do all of it. I was doing really well. I was really, really going to town in this whole thing. And yes, yeah, six weeks later, no improvements. Ah, oh, fuck me. But I'm getting back into it. I've been working at the last week. All right? uh, I'm getting back on track. I'm back at, I've uh, been normal work for a couple weeks now. Uh, things are looking, starting to turn back around, everybody. And, uh, oh, but real quick, oh. I <laughs> so I had this plan. To hike a mountain every month, right? And do little hikes here and there. Just mostly, uh, I was thinking maybe I want to do Whitney again in the summer. Try to get some passes for the summer and try it again when it's, you know, nice weather this time. So uh, that's been the plan, to do like a mountain every month. So I had a plan with my buddy Josh, and then, you know, I get sick. And uh, like, it's been a week. And I was like, you know what? I told him I'm sick, man, but uh, I, I still I think I want to try it. So I do. We do Mount Baldy, right? We start off pretty early. Um, I'm feeling decent, okay? I'm, I'm not feeling super great, but I'm feeling all right. Like, yeah, I can probably do this. So we started doing Mount Baldy. It's like I said, a beautiful morning. We started hiking up that road. Um, pretty cool, man. Having a great time. And no, that was pretty funny. We're <laughs> so Mount Baldy has like this, this uh, paved road you walk all the way up for, like four miles. And then you get to um, like the ski lodge area. And that's where you can hang out. There's like a restaurant there. And that's where people, you know, they, they ski and snowboard and take the lifts and all that. We're almost to the that ski lodge. And there's this Asian kid. He's walking up the side of the mountain. He's not walking up the dirt road. So he's coming up with like this really steep mountain. And uh, he's almost like, we're we're pretty much going to meet at the same time because I see him walking up that hill. And then <laughs> I tell my buddy Josh, I'm like, because he's like, you know, he looks like he's struggling, right? He's like, he's almost at the top. And I go dude wouldn't it be funny if we just like right at to the top just like pushed his forehead and he just like falls all the way back down the mountain just tumble fucking ass over, over head and just all the way down and the kid goes like I thought we were being quiet and the kid goes don't even think about it <laughs> we start laughing and the kid kind of kept his distance from us I'm like oh man we're, that, we're those guys but uh, yeah uh, so we, we walk all the way up we're heading to the I can see the summit dude and my body, like, fails. And he, and I'm just, like, lagging behind. He's like, hey, man. He's like, you all right? And I go, nah. Really? He's like, nah, dude. I don't think I, I don't think I can do it. And uh, he's like, oh, really? Ah, oh, fuck it, man. Who cares? He goes, like, I'm not here to, like, you know, that isn't my, my main goal. He's like, I just want to come up here to hang out, you know, mostly just to hang out. Get a little exercise. He's like, I don't give a shit. Let's go fucking back to the restaurant and have a beer. I was like, that sounds amazing. So... <laughs> So man, the first time in my hiking experiences, when I was set off to do a peak that I did not make it, oh, what 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 a what a fail, right? What an ego killer! <laughs> Couldn't do it. I can see the summit; it was still a ways to go. Um, but yeah, we walked up, we walked back down to the restaurant, had a couple beers. Had uh, like an appetizer. Did some bullshitting. It was fucking great. It was great weather, you know. It was, pro- it was really cool. And then we even... T- <laughs> we really pussied out. He's like, dude, I don't feel like walking back down. He's like, I'm going to buy you a ticket, man. We're taking the lift back down. I was like, hey, if you're buying, I'm not fucking complaining. And uh, we took a little romantic lift ride all the way down. Skipped that last four miles. It's pretty fucking cool. It would have been a great day. But, uh, you know, I, I still have that, uh, that black cloud of failure hanging over my head because I didn't summit. it. But uh, still a great fucking... It, it wound up being like a cool, unique experience because uh, I've never done any of that. I've never taken the lift down. I've never, I've never sat in that ski lift, uh, you know, on a mountain. The great view, having a couple of beers. Pretty fucking cool. So all in all, that was all right. But uh, on top of all this shit with being sick and uh, the home improvement... And all this and trying to work out and blah blah blah. My kid started his little league. My my little my son and he's kicking ass. He's doing very well. I don't know if I've already talked about this, but uh, maybe I uh, have I. Who cares? So my my big concern was because baseball people are kind of fucking uh, obsessive. These hardcore baseball fans. So they put their kids in little league. It's usually at a very young age, and they really focus hard on it. And they put a lot of uh, time and effort and money in uh, equipment and the whole deal, right? Because I've known, I've grown up and a lot of my friends were, were baseball kids or even kids I played with. I played in high school for one year. And um, yeah, dude, these kids, they start super young and it's just, they're just balls to the wall, these parents, right? So I'm like, fuck, I started too young. I should have been practicing with this kid a lot sooner. I'm worried, you know, it's my fault. Um, he didn't want to play last year cause he didn't have the confidence cause we didn't play catch as much as I wanted to. But, uh, the last, last year I was dedicated like, all right, I'm going to get this kid. I'm going to get him going. So we practiced a lot threw the ball around. Now he's confident as shit. I'd say a little too confident, but, uh, he was good enough to fucking play. He was, he was good to go get him in. And, but my, still my concern was like, man, these other kids have been playing for a couple of years at this point. He's probably going to be way behind experience-wise, but, man, he's doing very well. I'm extremely impressed, very fucking proud. And the coaches are even telling me, like, hey, man, this kid is uh, going to be a beast. Such a great feeling, dude, to have someone like, hey, hey has he played before? No, nah, it's his first time. No way. Yeah, he's, this kid's got raw talent, man. If you, if you keep at it, if he keeps working at it, man, he's going like, to easily play college ball scholarships. I was like, fuck, that'd be sick. Imagine that full ride to a school—that'd be pretty badass. And then you know, this is pretty early. He's only—he's only been in the little league for a couple of weeks. But imagine if he just like was able to go pro and just was able to get that 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 uh, big money deal and just be set for life. Fucking, that would be so badass, you know. And even if he like, cause he loves the game, he loves the game. He he felt he's he's falling hard for it. So, and uh, and I love playing. <clears throat> I love playing with him, practicing. I love watching him play. It's really fucking cool. Uh, it's it's there's nothing quite like it. To uh, I mean, soccer is one thing, but but baseball is just so much cooler to uh, to watch. I think, and uh, you know, to sit there and it's it's like you have your team that you're rooting for, but you also like the player is your kid, you know, and you know the other kids in the team. It just makes it that much more cool. Like you can go to a Dodger game and it's amazing and it's fucking awesome, but to actually be invested in the player and you have taken the time to be at his practices and you're watching him grow and and just, you know, you're you're watching him mature as a player and gain the more experience. It's fucking there's nothing like it. And then when he does something well in the game, it's you're so proud. It's really fucking there's, there's nothing. It's a great fucking feeling to being a, a father with a with a kid in in baseball. Um, really, really cool. So man, I should have said that for my fancy though, huh? But uh yeah, he's had two games so far, and both games he uh, he did pretty well, but uh <laughs> one of the things I wanted to pre- the whole reason I bring this up is because he had opening day. They it's already been rained out, and the second time it was going to get rained out again, but they're like, now nah, we're doing it anyway. And uh they sold raffle tickets. Well, I had to sell raffle tickets. And uh it was annoying having to fucking, you know, hit everyone. You wanna buy raffle tickets? Huh? It's it's a good prize. It's only five dollars a ticket. I know it's expensive, but you could possibly win a thousand dollars. Yeah, so first prize was a grand, second prize was uh five hundred bucks, third prize was two fifty. Not bad, dude. If you only spend five dollars and you win a thousand dollars, fuck yeah, right? So I even bought a ticket, so I was there for the raffle on opening day, they're turning the big wheel, and uh they're calling out names and I was like, that's stupid, why are they calling names when there's like numbers on the ticket? so there's no confusion so they wind up um getting to i think second place five hundred bucks right and uh the guy' this, like Mexican dude in the you know there's no, there's nothing worse than and i know i don't I, I don't care. But it's really annoying hearing a Mexican with that stupid accent. Like if you're from like LA, you know, like come on, LA, like, you know, like, come on, you know, like, you know, you know. <laughs> they say, you know, a lot. Hey, bro, like if I say something like raffle tickets, man, like will you buy some, eh? Like, you know, yeah, can you? Can you spot me like some money, bro? So I can get like, you know, get like a Pepsi or something. Maybe like a like, you know, something like pizza or something, you know. So this fucking guy, I don't know. You just sound, you sound like an idiot to me if you talk like that. <laughs> he's on the mic especially if you're like if you're being the MC. all right hey eh, so like we're gonna do raffle right now so you know we're like uh, you know call the names and you know so uh get ready uh, you know if we call your name then you know you're a winner and stuff you know so like all right uh like you know first uh, okay first one uh, okay ready everybody hey 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 you ready hey eh? okay here he comes now so he goes to uh oh no sorry it was a 200 it was a, it was the third prize all right hey eh, so like we're gonna call like you know Third place, okay. So uh, here we go. All right, it's like uh, you know Daniel Rodriguez, okay. You're the winner of like the 250, okay. So like you know Daniel Rodriguez, and then some kid raises his hand and everyone starts clapping. Hit the the dude's dad is fucking psyched, right? He's like, yeah, my, my kid just won 250. You can see he's so happy. The kid walks up. The kid's probably like 12, you know. He's ecstatic. He walks up to uh to the dude. He's like, all right, all right he's the winner, 250, right? And then here comes some other dude. With his ticket. Oh man, we got another uh, David Rodriguez. And I'm like, what the fuck? No way. And the dude winds up being the winner. And the kid takes the walk of shame. Oh, I felt so fucking bad for him. And I'm thinking, hey, asshole. These tickets have fucking numbers on them for a reason. Jesus Christ, how how stupid. In front of everybody, this kid got embarrassed. Imagine that. Imagine you think you just won $250, right? You're walking up there. You're so fucking pumped. Your whole day has been made like, all right, this is great. The things you could do with that money. And because this guy's a fucking moron, It's all taken away from you. Not only that, in front of a large group of hundreds of people. Oh, fuck you, Mexican announcer guy. And he didn't even, like, apologize about it. Oh, man. It's another guy's name. Maybe he did say, like, oh, sorry, but not a big deal. All right, moving on. (laughs) Couldn't believe it. Speaking of almost winning something, dude, I almost won. Okay, I got fooled myself. Listen to this one. <laughs> I was listening to... I was on light duty at the time. So I was, do, I was doing my morning commute to work. And uh, they're telling stories on the radio. It's like 95.5, the KLOS The Morning Show. Frosty, Heidi, and Frank. And the topic was some kind of crazy thing you did that gave you this uh, this natural high, right? And people are calling in, and, uh, and there's like they're giving away tickets for some kind of cool... I forgot what the show was, but it was like, oh, I want to go see that. I think it was like a comedy show with a real name brand, like a name, uh, a big-time comic. And I was like, oh, that'd be cool to go there. I think it was like in Pasadena or something. i like, oh, that'd be sick. And so I'm like, what have I done where I... <laughs> Where I could probably be a little unique to most of these people. Because people are calling in saying like, oh, I got in a cage with sharks, man. Like a few people had the same kind of thing. I'm like, well, these are all the same kind of uh, calls. What can I do to be different? And so I was like, well, I climbed Mount Whitney. That gave me a huge fucking high. And I don't think, I don't think the majority of the population has done it. So uh, I was like, that gives me kind of a leg up, I think. So I call and uh, I get through. Then I talk to the phone screener to tell her what my little thing's going to be. And she uh, tells me to hold. I was like, oh, shit. Step one right there. I got to pass the phone screener. Now I'm on hold. And I'm that much closer to getting on the air and getting some tickets. And so <laughs> and then the guy's telling, uh, you know, he's talking uh, about whatever the hell the subject was. And he goes, okay, yeah, we got a couple more calls. He goes, we got James who uh, climbed Mount Whitney. We got so-and-so who did this and that. I'm like, oh, shit, he mentioned me. And uh, they, he's like, all right, let's go to line, blah, blah, blah. And then they talk to some other person. And then they tell their little story, and the whole time I'm on hold. And then the, uh, the other co-host goes, hey, uh, can we speak to James? And I go, oh, shit, it's happening. And they're like, yeah, yeah, okay, go ahead, line five. Uh, hello, good morning, James. And then I, I go, hey, what's going on, guys? And as soon as I say that, I hear someone else go, hey, good morning, how you doing? And they start talking to someone else. That's not me. This old fuck starts telling his story about what he's done. And it wasn't even that exciting. And I'm like, oh, God. Did they go to the wrong person? Did, like, did they accidentally click on another line? Or uh, or was there actually another guy named James on, on hold? Because the guy, I don't know. Because, you know, I'm sure that on the computers, they can see notes of who the callers are on hold. But I, it sounded like the guy that asked, can we speak to... You know, can we talk to James after all? It's, I just had a feeling that he wanted to talk to me. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, I w- it wasn't as bad as, as the fat kid that got his 250 taken away in front of all those people. But, you know, I think it was pretty close. You know, speaking of uh, embarrassing moments, I did something that left me feeling pretty goddamn embarrassed. Now, I've never done this before, so don't judge me too harshly, but uh, <laughs> this happened uh, pretty recently. My buddy Josh, again, he, he's like, hey, man, he texts me. He's like, hey, I just got... He's like, I happen to get tickets to a Laker game for free. Do you want to come with me? I was like, oh, shit. At this time, I was still kind of sick. My voice was like halfway in and out, and so I tell him that, and he's like, hey, man, are you coughing? Like, are you contagious? I go, no, I'm not coughing. He's like, ah, oh, fuck it, then. I don't care. He's like, you know, I should be good. He's like, you want to come? I was like, yeah. And so he, he's like, yeah, just come to my house and then we'll take off. And so I show up and he's like, hey, uh, check this out. He goes to his little cupboard and he opens it and he pulls out a white box and he shows it to me and it's a Jane Walker special edition of a Johnny Walker scotch whiskey. Now, I saw this online a couple of weeks before and uh, I snapped a photo of it and I sent it to him because he's a big fan of Johnny Walker. He, uh, he loves the you know the Johnny Walker black. He's always got a bottle. And uh, I sent it to him. He's like, oh, that's pretty badass. So he winds up ordering it online. So he's like, yeah, man, I just got it. So I figured we could have a drink and then uh, take off. I was like, yeah, that's cool. And so he hands me the box. And, you know, it's really elegant looking. It's uh, normally black. Uh, The Johnny Walker is usually black. And then it has, like, you know, a gold outline of a dude. This one's all white. And uh, it looks pretty cool. It has has the outline of a woman. And uh, he goes to – he turns around and go get a couple glasses. And I go to open the box. And as soon as I tilt the box to open the top flap – the fucking bottom of the box gives way and the bottle falls straight through and it crashes onto the floor and explodes into a billion pieces. And my sho- <laughs> and it's a loud crash. My shoes are instantly soaked and his floor is covered in scotch and the glass goes every fucking direction and he turns around and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? And I can't believe this happened. And he turns around and he starts laughing his ass off. I haven't seen him laugh that hard in a long time. And I felt like complete and utter shit. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I felt so fucking bad. And he's laughing and laughing. And he goes, dude, I haven't even had this bottle for, <laughs> for one hour. He goes, they just delivered it and and we signed for it. And I was like, no fucking way. He's like, yes. I haven't had it for a, <laughs> I haven't even had it for an hour. He goes, oh my God. He goes, if if he goes, if anyone else, if this would have happened to anyone else, I'd be pissed. But the fact that you did it is so fucking funny. And dude, meanwhile, I feel like a complete piece of shit, dude. I felt so bad. Oh, uh, and then he's like, what did you do? And I go, dude, the fucking box gave. I didn't do anything. He's like, well, why weren't you holding it from the bottom? And I go, I, why? I kind not have an answer. He's like, dude, this is fucking. He's like, this is like. You learned this shit like your first year in drinking. He's like, you never hold the box by the side. I go, dude, I don't fuck. I just tilted the box because I was holding it. I was holding like you're holding like a Subway sandwich, dude, like, you know, <laughs> like you're kind of like tilting it up or, or no, nah, that's not kind of a bad example. What, what, how, what would you hold to like, like a baby, like holding a baby where you got your hand on its ass and the other hand behind its, behind its neck like that? I'm looking at the box and then I tilt it up and then with, with my left arm, I'm holding it and then the top, I was going to open with my right hand and it just went whoosh, right out the bottom. So I didn't do anything to the box besides tilt it up, and it just the, the bottom went whoop right out the bottom. Oh fuck! You have no you have no idea how shitty I felt. And he's laughing, dude. And then uh, we <laughs> I help him clean up the fucking mess. He's like, "Oh man, he's like this is gonna this is gonna stink up my place for a while." And I was like, oh, "Shit." And he kept fucking with me, rubbing it in and stuff. And, uh, you know, it's, I mean, it's, it, it, it's special edition. <laughs> He's like, and dude, this was kind of expensive. Like, no way. And so now I'm thinking like, well, fuck, am I supposed to replace this bottle? <laughs> like, is it really my fault? He handed it to me in a shitty box. Like, what the fuck? And then I was like, well, should I replace it? I mean, that's like, I guess the right thing to do. And uh, so he goes, yeah, man. He's like, just pay for half of it. And I'm thinking like, my first thought was like, fuck you, man. I'm not paying for f- fucking half this bottle. It wasn't my goddamn fault mean your bullshit, shitty box. <laughs> but uh, no, I felt so bad. I was like, you know what? I'm going to replace this fucking thing. So I looked online and this one place, I, I forgot what site I found it on, but they wanted like 60 bucks to ship it and everything i'm like oh my god sixty dollars and then i wind up finding it uh on total wine and they had it for 30 bucks and so i just drove there a couple days later and i and i picked one up and then i passed by his house and i go hey man and i knock on his door and i just fucking hand it to him he starts laughing and then uh, i give him a hug i'm like all right later and i just walked away dude i felt so terrible like it was eating me up. I had to fucking, I had to replace it as soon as possible, and just be done with it. But Jesus Christ, that's never happened to me before. So uh, please, I learned from this mistake. I'm never going to hold a bottle like that unless it's really extremely secured. <laughs> and even when I bought the bottle from uh from the store. I took it up to the front, and I told the girl who was scanning it, and I told her, I'm like, yeah, dude, I, I, this is a replacement. I, I dropped my friends. And she starts laughing. She's like, oh, my God, that's so messed up. And, uh, and then she's like, all right, have a, have a good night, right? And as soon as I walk away, I act like it's a fucking, <laughs> like it's a nuclear bomb the way I was walking, which just very carefully holding the bottom of the box and the fucking, you get what I'm saying. But, yeah. Oh, God. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever do that, everybody. (laughs) Maybe most of you are smart enough to know that already. All right, let's see. Moving on. All right, let's see if I can tie in the next topic with a good segue here. Okay. Hey, speaking of dropping that bottle, this next story involves me dropping a deuce. (laughs) Flawless. Now, everyone likes my shit stories, so here's some more. Here's a couple more shit stories for you, boys and girls. Oh, boy. So, as you may or may not know, it doesn't matter. If you were paying attention earlier, You do know, I work out in the field, that means driving around in real life, and there's not always a bathroom in close proximity. So one day, uh, uh, one day, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing them away. So why steal them? Because they thought it was good sport, because some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money they can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. So one day I was uh, working and, uh-oh, I got to go now, right? And I happened to be down the street from, uh, you know, some uh, shopping centers and uh, resta- <clears throat> restaurants, stuff like that. So I have a couple, couple options going on. There's not many options. There's, there's, like, there's like two options. Now, I figure the best option, okay, so, okay, let me, let me paint you a little scenario here with my words of paint, a mental scenario with my words of paint. So, I'm coming up to an area with, you know, shopping centers and stuff, and so, my options pretty much are Jack in the Box and a Walmart, and uh, I look at the Jack in the Box, and I'm driving by, and I can make a quick decision. The parking lot is so fucking full, right? And I know this Jack in the Box has only one stall. I'm like, mm, I don't like those odds. I look across at the Walmart, which I've never been before. And it's a brand new uh, neighborhood Walmart, neighborhood market. Is that what it's called? I've never been in there before. So I'm like, well, I'm assuming they got more stalls in that one. I know it's going to be a little more of a journey to get to the bathroom instead of just walking right into a fast food joint really fast. So I'm like, fuck it. That's where I'm going. And then uh, I pull in, I park, I walk in, and there's a dude walking from his car. And he walks like quicker than me into the into the Walmart. I'm like, oh, fuck. He's probably going to the bathroom, too. <laughs> and, of course, like no matter where he goes, I'm right behind him. And he goes right into the bathroom. And I follow right behind him. And guess what? This goddamn Walmart neighborhood market Walmart used to be another, I guess, a small store. Because, you know, they're smaller than normal Walmarts. And the fucking bathroom only has one stall. And there's a kid in there. And he's like, I think it might have been like a slow kid. And I can tell this person isn't going anywhere anytime soon. And uh, this guy, he's in there waiting too. I'm like, fuck. So now I'm desperate. It's like, great. Whatever I do next, it's got to be a quick decision because I'm running out of time. I walk back out to the parking lot. The only thing around in this shopping center that possibly has a bathroom is a gym. Okay, I forgot what the gym's called. It's not like like a 24-hour fitness or anything like that. It's uh, one of those offset gyms. And so I'm like, fuck it. I'm desperate. I walk into the gym, and there's, like, some dude talking to some chick at the front desk, you know, one of these macho-type dudes, and, uh, there's no one else in there. It's dead, right? And then I go, hey, man, do you think I could use the bathroom real quick? And he goes, ah, uh, uh, well, you know, um, you can, but, uh, um, yeah, it's for members only, so, uh. Gonna have to have you sign a release form. And I just looked at him and I just turned around and walked away. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I was like, oh fuck you. Oh, uh, it was a crunch gym. I wrote that down. With that fucking douchebag. So yeah, dude, I walk out and I'm like, great, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? And then I realized, oh yeah, there's an Apoyo loco across the street on the other corner. But it's in this like tiny little Asian shopping center. And it's a pain in the ass to navigate. I'm like, fuck it. That's where I'm going. I speed over there as quick as I can. And I walk in and there's two bathrooms, everybody, which they've made. Two private bathrooms, which they've made both of them asexual. What is it? (laughs) You know, men and women. Unisex. There you go. And uh, one of them is open and I walk in. I have privacy and I unload in style. So God bless you, Apoyo Loco, and your private two bathrooms, unisex private bathrooms. Oh Jesus! Here's my other story. This happened very recently, since since I've been back to to my normal work. Uh oh boy. So I I, I don't know what the hell. I, I think I was drinking. That's why. <laughs> uh, I think I was drinking the other like the other night, and uh, the next morning it just my stomach was not feeling it, dude. So I shit at home in the morning. I got to work and I had to shit at work. Then I drove away to go to work. And then my, the first stop I made, I was like, you know, I, I do what I have to do. And then it's one of those, like, you know, the fear where if you don't get to a bathroom immediately, you're going to lose it in your pants. Like it was fucking close, everybody. While I was walking back to my vehicle, it almost happened. All right, and I'm using every ounce of strength in my body to clench. And I'm driving, and I'm like three miles from anything. And I happen to be in the same area as that stupid jack-in-the-box in in Walmart. And I'm like, all right, I know where I'm going. A Loco. I've got it. I've got it. And I realize, oh, fuck, it's pretty early. Is Apoyo Loco open at 830 in the morning? And I look it up, and they were not open. And I was looking at my phone as I'm driving and trying to fucking, you know, do everything at once. And I was like, God damn it. I guess jack-in-the-box it is. And uh, being that it was that early, the parking lot was pretty empty. And I saw two people in the restaurant. I'm like, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. And I'm just beelining it straight into the bathroom. I open the door. Like I said, there's one stall. I go to open the stall, and it's fucking locked. And at that moment, I said, oh, God, I'm going to shit my pants. There's no way around it. It's going to happen. So in that split second, I sort of accepted it. You know, I was like, fuck, this is going to happen. I just got to clean it up the best I can and then just drive straight home and tell my boss, hey, man, something happened and I got to take care of it. And then another thought crosses my mind. This is all like super fast, right? It's like, hey, why don't you try? This is like, okay, like, oh, shit, right? This all happened. Wait a minute. Maybe you're pulling it when you should be pushing it. And so I push the door and it opens right away. Oh, what a fucking moron. And so I run. it. I just like immediately like, oh, shit. (laughs) And I'm closed. I close the door. I lock it. I start taking my belt off, taking my pants down. And I look, dude, I tried the best I could to get that ass gasket on the seat. But there was no time. There was no time. I started going before I even sat down. And everybody, I'm I'm sure you could imagine what I'm getting at here. I had to sit down with no ass gasket. Oh, God. Oh, it was gross. At first, I was hovering. All right. I was hovering, but uh, I had, I had, I tried, dude. I didn't go down without a fight, okay? I was hovering and, and spewing, and I tried, and meanwhile, to grab another ass gasket and put it down between spews. But it just, you know, the schematics weren't working out. So uh, I just just gave up and sat down. And it was a gross feeling. But, uh, you know, had to be done. Another first in my life. Jesus Christ. 2018. First time I've dropped a bottle of booze and shattered it. And the first time I've had to sit down on a public toilet with no ass gasket. Uh, If you guys are avid, hardcore, diehard listeners of the show, which I'm sure none of you are, maybe one of you remembers the time I spoke about dropping a bottle of vodka. But that doesn't count because it was in my truck and uh, I came home from grocery shopping and when I opened the door, it just fell out. So I didn't drop it. So that doesn't count. And if anyone is actually keeping archives of all the (laughs) information on the show, you can go and sort that one out, okay? All right, let's start closing the show out with a little segment I like to call I fancy that it's beautiful beautiful, beautiful. it's wonderful. wonderful it's I fancy that fancy. 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 all right fancy so what I, I fancy that is a segment in which I talk about something positive for a change <laughs> something that makes me happy excited uh, gives me a goddamn downright warm fuzzy feeling inside All right, I fancy that. This week, I got two. So, um, I mentioned my buddy Josh a couple times in this show. And I also have to mention, what I fancy is, Josh opened up his very own flame broiler restaurant. Look at that, man. That's so fucking exciting. This dude has been uh, saving money for fucking years uh he's been wanting to get something going some kind of a business he said that you know he wants to become uh he doesn't want to work for the rest of his life <laughs> he wants to be the boss and so the dude has just been uh you know just hacking away at it right is that the expression i don't know he's been saving he's been he's been waiting for the right moment and he finally made his move and he opened up his own flame broiler if you don't know what that is, I'm sure you do, but it's uh oh I I fucking love this place. If you're trying to eat healthy, this is the place you gotta go to. You know all about it, right? It's the it's like the rice bowls, but the food is all uh, it's made all fresh, and there's none of that horse shit uh, MSG or poison or whatever the fuck else they put in it. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I I usually get the <laughs> I got the chicken and veggie bowl on brown rice with uh, extra green onions. Yeah, uh, yeah, dude. It's um, I mean, it's probably like seven bucks a bowl, seven fifty or something. So I know some of you guys are like, that's too much money. I usually get the dollar fucking menu, right? Uh, I understand. If you can't swing it, I, I get it. But uh, it's not that much money, really, if you think about it, for a healthy, well balanced meal. Now it's pretty good. It's pretty tasty. You can put, you can flood it with all that sauce that they have, which is really good sauce, but uh, I try to avoid the sauce now. Just trying to be a good boy, man. Just trying to make it up wherever I can, okay? You avoid the sauce here, maybe you can have a cookie later on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I happen to love flame broiler, so it's a product I can really get behind. And he owns the restaurant in Laverne, California, off Foothill and the 210. So if you're ever in Laverne. That's out there by raging waters. That's the 210 near the 57 freeway. Uh, there you go. And foothill, Laverne. Yeah, Stop by and you tell him that James sent you. You tell him you you tell me want the danger discount. I don't know if there is a danger discount, but I'm sure he'll uh I'm sure he'll help you out. He'll hook you up. <laughs> he ain't paying me to advertise, so he can give it back by taking savings from you. Oh, wait. No, giving you savings, not taking. But there you go, man. Pretty cool stuff. It's pretty crazy. My friend owns a flame broiler. Wow. So yeah, that is something fucking amazing to fancy. Uh, it's pretty badass. I'm at the age where people are starting to accomplish things. <laughs> I'm still waiting to do something. I need to accomplish something. Uh, but James, you're the guy with the podcast. Oh. Oh, I'm that guy? Great. That's fantastic uh you know what he even told me that uh, i asked him about like the whole yelp thing he's like dude they already came in here and they offered me like they told me to give them 300 bucks and they'll like spin positive reviews for my place i'm like no shit. he goes dude it's like the modern day mob <laughs> hey use, hey come over here i'll tell you what you know you give me like two hundred dollars and uh we'll make things happen all right look over there see those empty seats in there in your place see those empty seats i'll tell you what if you give me two hundred dollars those seats, they won't be empty no more. You know what they'll be filled with? Paying customers. So right now, 300 bucks. 300 bucks. All your problems go away. <laughs> you tell them Yelp sent you. Uh, yeah, so um, there's already some shady shit going on. But, uh, I mean, that all comes, I guess, with owning a business. I don't know, I guess. But, uh, yeah, he's learning right now. He's, uh, you know, working everything out, blah, 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 blah. It's still pretty new. But, uh, yeah, if you're in the area, stop by, support my buddy, and get a healthy meal. And there you go. My buddy Josh with a flame broiler. I fancy that. All right. And I also fancy, oh boy, this was very exciting for me. The SpaceX Falcon Heavy rocket launch. Did you guys see that? If you didn't, shame on you, but it's also available on the onlines on YouTube. There's a video of the whole thing. Yeah, it's not like the old days where if you weren't home, you missed it. Now you can uh, rewatch the whole fucking launch. That's what I did. I got the app on my, so my TV or my PlayStation 4, the uh, YouTube app, and you could watch it full screen, YouTubes. And so I watched the whole thing the countdown, the prior two. and then uh, the big reveal at the end. Oh, man, that was fucking cool. Where uh, they start playing David Bowie and it shows Starman in the, in the floating Tesla. Oh, so fucking cool. That dude, Elon Musk, man, he's doing some cool shit. I mean, it's one thing to, uh, like, you know, you got to test it. You know, you got to have a payload, see if it works out. But what a great idea. Hey, I mean, we got to shoot something in space anyway. We might as well put a badass payload up there instead of just your normal space junk. Let's put an expensive-ass electric car (laughs) With with a mannequin astronaut sitting behind the wheel. So fucking sick. And then if you, guys, uh, if you guys are sci-fi nerds, did you notice the uh, don't panic sign? Is that from the Hitchhikers of the Galaxy? Hitchhikers Guide to the Galaxy? I was going to say that in one of those uh, books. So yeah, but uh, I heard actually, what if that uh, dummy up there in space is actually a real body? Like what if it's someone they wanted to get rid of? Could you imagine that? <laughs> oh God. But uh, yeah, pretty cool shit. It's pretty amazing stuff. It's the, 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 the craziest part of what that guy's doing, though, with this, with these rocket launches, is how they come back and land. Fucking a! When I first saw it, it's just like my mouth was open and my eyeballs opened up wide. Like, did did that just happen? Did those things really just come back and land on a platform? <laughs> So fucking sick. Man, it's such a cool time to be alive, seeing all this crazy, weird shit going on. The only thing that makes me sad is that I'm not going to live long enough to see some really cool shit. Because right now, it's just happening, you know? Things are just starting to happen. So imagine in like 70 years, what kind of crazy shit's going to be going on. <sighs> But uh, anyway, even if I do live that long, I'm going to be banging old dementia chicks in an old folks home. Woo! (laughs) Hey, Gladys. Gladys, how you doing? You want to go eat some more mashed potatoes? Hey, just leave your teeth out. I got some plans for you after that. (laughs) Oh, boy, that's dirty. All right, so my buddy owning a flame broiler and Elon Musk with all his crazy antics with his scientific breakthroughs, uh, oh, one more thing. Did you hear that NASA spends, I think, like, 400,000 wait, is that right? 400,000 dollars on these rocket launches, but this dude is doing it for like 90? Ah! Anyway. oh, and then he wants to uh, he wants to make uh, the rocket travel how people get around the planet where you can go from almost anywhere to anywhere in 30 minutes. <laughs> so fucking crazy. And and allegedly, for not much, or around the same price as a normal fucking plane ticket. I don't know if he means first class, but could you imagine that? From here to Australia or China, 30 minutes? Pretty wild times. So anyway, I'm sorry. I interrupted myself. I'm so excited. Again, my buddy Josh having his own flame broiler restaurant. And Elon Musk and all his crazy antics. And his revolutionary breakthroughs in science. All that stuff. Exciting times, everybody. I fancy that. All right. And now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the legendary fuck you moment and here we go fuck you! Ooh yeah all right the fuck you moment is a segment that's the opposite of I fancy so when i get to complain again be negative whine bitch moan piss cry scream jump up and down and, nag and all that stuff so uh all right uh the fuck you moment oh boy this uh this one We all are aware that we're living in the time of the offended. Everyone is offended. Oh, my God. I can't believe you offended me. (laughs) And uh, I'm really fucking tired of this, man. Um, And it's even uh, it's getting even more retarded because people are complaining about dumb shit in movies. Okay, let me let me give you a couple examples and fuck you to all these people. You ever heard of the Fifty Shades movies? Of course you have. <laughs> I think I've only seen the first one with the wife. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's about this dude, this high-powered guy, who who meets this, this girl who's inexperienced. And uh, he really shows her the world of BDSM. What's that stand for again? Bondage. Death metal. masochism all that stuff. <laughs> uh like dominatrix type shit and uh whipping and chains and blah blah blah. So, oh it's it's a very romantic concept. But anyway, so someone has managed to find a reason to bitch about this and it's not what you think. It's not because oh my god, it's too sexual. No, on the contrary. They're angry because uh <laughs> because the woman has sex toys used on her right but he the man mr gray uses them on her so their complaint is oh she's using a sex toy but he's using it on her so even if he doesn't use his penis she can't climax without him doing it it's like oh fuck off It's somehow saying that uh, he, they're taking women's power away. That, he, that she still can't get off, you know, even if he doesn't use his dick. You know, even if, even if with the sex toys, he still has to use them on her for her to climax. Oh, God. Like, j- just watch the movie and enjoy it or don't. All right? Why, do you, why does it got to come to this all the time? Jesus Christ. Ugh this this really comes down to uh, like a little handful of women with certain hang-ups right uh, yeah so, something happened to some of these i mean it's everyone everyone has their trigger every single person in the world has something that triggers them and makes them feel bad or something but uh you know most people just don't make a fucking big deal out of it you'll think about it maybe it'll like make make you sad for a bit and then you move on <laughs> Jesus, um, you know, if, if that's, since everyone has their own trigger, that means you can't walk out in the world because something will offend you at some point. Jesus Christ. Here's the next movie. This one's even worse. This was the stupidest thing I've probably ever heard in my life. <laughs> so there's a movie called, I, I don't know what it's called. I don't know. It's is it called Peter Rabbit. It's about the Peter Rabbit character, obviously. And uh, there's a dude who lives in this house. I don't know if he moved in first, if the rabbits came after. I don't know. But the guy wants the rabbits off of his land. I guess they're tearing up his shit, his uh, garden, maybe. I haven't seen the movie. I just heard about it. And so he tries to get rid of these rabbits. Now, look, it's not what you're thinking. It's not people are outraged about animal cruelty, right? It's not that. No. They're pissed because I guess the dude in the movie has an allergy to blueberries and the little rabbits try to poison him by slipping him some blueberries. Now, people that have food allergies are calling it, get this, this is food allergy bullying. (laughs) Can you believe that? Can you believe that? I never heard of that one. Food allergy bullying. I mean, I suffer from a food allergy, as you all know. Lactose intolerant, but I <laughs> I can't jump on this campaign. I'm sorry, it's fucking retarded. Jesus, I never would have put that together. I never would have. I, I, I swear, to you, I never would have thought about that. Wait, that's that's not funny. I can't eat dairy. I'm offended. This is not a laughing matter. Me having the ability not to process the lactase enzyme is not funny. <laughs> so some asshole out there who's allergic to something saw this kid's children's movie, right? And uh, oh my God, I don't believe what I'm seeing. I'm gonna write a strongly worded letter. I'm gonna get on the local news and 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 voice my outcry, my rage. <laughs> I'm gonna make a difference. That this day forward, no other movie shall portray. Food allergy bullying. <laughs> oh, God. This is a new low. I think this puts a damper on the whole uh, I'm offended thing. Now, look. Uh, let me get. This is the part where I get in my soapbox, okay? So, everyone uh, gather around. I'm going to put on my top hat. My fucking uh, my stovepipe hat. <laughs> and I'm going to talk very slowly. And uh, hopefully very eloquently here. No. You all are individuals. You all have the right to be offended. But you all have the right to remain silent. (laughs) You don't have to fucking voice your opinion about every goddamn thing. You have the right to not like something and move on with your life. Jesus Christ. Everything doesn't need a fucking comment. You could be watching the Peter Rabbit movie and the moment you see someone being poisoned with a blueberry, you could be like, you know what, uh, this is not for me. I'm going to stop watching this because I don't think that's funny to be using a food allergy as a plot point in a movie. Because since I suffer from this affliction myself, uh, it's too personal and it really, really bothers me. So I, I'm just I'm just not going to watch this movie or support it any further. And if anyone uh, asks me what I think, I'll say, oh, I don't like it that's it you don't have to go you know i'm gonna write a letter i find it very upsetting that you decided to include a food allergy scene i can't eat yogurt because it gives me crippling diarrhea and so i'm associating my ailment with the blueberry scene in this movie and so i'd like it removed immediately (laughs) oh fuck you I think there's even some kind of, like, organization. Of course, there's, there's an organization for everything. Like the Food Allergy Organization. I, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume it's called the Food Allergy Guild. Fag for short. <laughs> oh, that's mean. Oh, my God. I'm going to protest the... The danger hour. It used the word fag. And that's a derogatory term used against the gay peoples. And I've got a cousin that's gay. And I love him, so I don't find that amusing. Oh, fuck off. Dude, the bottom line is these are goddamn... Okay. <sighs> Movies are considered art, right? There's someone's art. So you have the right to not like someone's art. And you're not going to like all art, right? If you hear a song that you don't like, that song has cussing in it. I'm not going to listen to it. <laughs> you have a strongly worded letter <laughs> I don't like that painting the Mona Lisa is not smiling like I like her to I'm going to write a letter <laughs> let's see what else what other what kind of art is there in the world the Statue of Liberty I don't like it she, she's not beautiful enough she's more just average looking I'm going to write a letter oh god so uh, one more time All right. Just uh, you have the right to be offended but please you also have the right to shut the fuck up okay and leave us you know you're you being offended is offending me okay do i get to shut you up now i'm offended that you're offended i'm offended hearing your offense therefore I fuck you fuck you all right uh yeah fuck you uh okay speaking of movies i got one more thing real quick i thought this was interesting you know what are you like me are you kind of retarded? Because I'll watch a movie, and a lot of times, uh, maybe I'll read something later on the internet. And uh, maybe it's because I didn't go to film school or study film. But a lot of times, there's different meanings that I don't really, I didn't pick up. I didn't see like, you know, little foreshadowing scenes beforehand. I was like, oh, wow, well, I, I didn't I didn't, catch that one. But uh, check this out. Um, I recently read something on the internet about a movie that I hold very dear and near to my heart. None other than Jurassic Park. Oh, boy. Who doesn't love Jurassic Park, especially if you were born in the early 80s? Man, I watched that shit in the theater, and uh, it scared the shit out of me and filled me full of wonder. <laughs> um, incredible movie, dude. Still holds up. So what I read recently is that the scene with uh, when they're flying to Jurassic Park... And Dr. Grant is in the helicopter. And Dr. Ellie Sattler. And Dr. Ian Malcolm. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, and John Hammond and the lawyer guy. They're all in the helicopter flying. And they hit turbulence. And they are told to put their seatbelts on. Dr. Grant only has the buckle parts of the seatbelt. Right? He has two of them. And so, yeah, they, they don't go together. They're just like, ding, ding. They're not clipping in. And so he what he does... To resolve this issue is he ties him in a knot, and he's done. And he gives a little smile, and everyone's happy. Now, what I read is that that is foreshadowing, and it shows that two female ends of the seatbelt do not go together, but he winds up tying them in a knot and then makes it work. Thus, life uh, finds a way. Are you saying a park composed of all female dinosaurs will breed? No, I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way. That's what he said. So that's foreshadowing saying that even though there's females in the park, that, uh, (laughs) that everything will work out in the end. So do you think that was intended? Or do you think it was a cute little scene in the movie? I mean, why else would they have included it? I guess it makes sense that they would have... That, that's a, a foreshadowing little scene. A little nod, if you will. But I was like, well, I never thought about that. I never caught that. But now that I've heard it, it makes sense. And now I now I shared it with you, and and now you know. And knowing is half the battle. G-O-G-O! All right, everybody. I'm going to go ahead and uh, end the show now. It's been just swell and magical. I hope you somewhat enjoyed this. Um yeah, a whole lot of rambling tonight. Um but it was free. So if you do have any complaints, uh if you were offended by any of the content that you heard tonight, please feel free to write me a strongly worded letter and then uh, you know, analyze it, read it all over, make sure it's it's really well written and then uh roll it up and shove it right up your asshole. <laughs> Stay dangerous, my friends. <sighs> Later.